for this year 2019 we've been looking at the team for the year and the team for the year 2019 is restoration over the course of the month over the course of the week every sunday we have series of sermon we have a lot of prayer points on restoration we pray together we come together but even as this year is going out gradually it's phasing out gradually i want us to focus back and take something into the, into the year 2020 and not lose focus on how god has been restoring us amen god revealed himself to us in so many ways we are blessed are you blessed here shout hallelujah because you are alive today you are blessed jesus christ the son of the living god is the restorer is the one that carry out that process of restoration and that's why i want us to look up unto him this morning don't look at any man look up unto him and as long as you anchor yourself with the restorer your restoration will be fulfilled in the mighty name of jesus in the book of psalm 23 verse 3 like you can see on the screen the topic of this one is the anchors of restoration what are those things that can anchor you make you to continually receive that grace of of restoration from from the restorer himself and i want us to look at psalm 23 verse 3 he said he restored my soul he guided me in the path of righteousness for his namesake for his namesake jesus is the restorer is the son of living god and that's why the bible say god anointed him with power and the holy spirit for that purpose there's no way you can receive restoration without knowing the restorer there is no way you can receive restoration without anchoring with the restorer praise the lord act 10 38 act 10 38 he said even jesus of nazareth how god anointed him with holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for what for god was with him so when you anchor yourself with the restorer you are anchoring yourself with god and your restoration is sure i pray that your restoration will be sure this morning in the mighty name of jesus for the remaining hours of this year we still need the restoration like pastor said a few minutes ago some people wake up this morning some people have been posting obituary just this morning that you and i came we raised up our hand we raised up our leg we drove our car here some people that last night was their last night they never woke up for those of us here who in the medical profession you will know how many process how many things going through in your body when you sleep 
That's when your kidney will start functioning. That your liver will start detoxing. That's why everything happens. Our God is awesome. I saw a video clip one day of a cross section of a heart, and now it pumps. You saw so tiny, tiny bone, and that is what is keeping us. You know one thing about man? Man doesn't know when he's born, and he doesn't know when he's going to die. But you come to the to the world and feels he knows everything. He knows nothing. Except God restore you. Except the restorer. Except you connect with the restorer. Brethren, we are nothing. We are just nothing. First John 3.8 First John 3.8 says He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. When we read the book of Genesis and God said, let us make man in our own image. We, you and I believe that God is talking about Trinity. But in that beginning also, there is devil. That's, what, that's why Adam and Eve was ab- were, were able to be tempted even in the Garden of Eden. Even during the creation, God just created them and said, okay, take charge of this place. And the devil was there. But look at how good this for you this morning. He said, the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the work of the devil. That is the restorer. Jesus Christ has come to restore what he did not take. He has come to restore what he did not take away from us. By the assignment given to him by the Almighty Father, he came to restore back to the Father. He sacrificed himself. And you know what? His mission doesn't end there. When he was going, he said he will send a comforter for us, to us, right? And in heaven, he sits in the right hand of Almighty Father, interceding for you and I. That is the restorer. He didn't just come to this world and go. He went there. He said he's going to prepare a place for us. Right now, he's sitting at the right hand of the Almighty Father, interceding for you and I. And that's why I like this John 3, 16 in the Bible. For God so loved. What love can be more than that? Praise the Lord. So I want you to have understanding this morning who the restorer himself is. And how can you anchor yourself to the restorer? In order to remain focused as you cross to the year 2020, I have four anchors. The, the anchors of restoration. I have four of them. And I want it to be our yardstick, even as we move into year 2020. Because year 2020 has its own team as well. So we don't finish one team and think that is gone. And we'll move. We still have to hold on to that. And to hold on to that, we need these four anchors. Praise the Lord. The first one, seek God's face. Seek God's face. In everything you do, seek God's face. He said, my word will be what? Will be a light onto your path and a lamp onto your feet. Seek his face. Not only that he will direct your path, 
it will also direct your thought. It will give you victory even before you get to the war. Praise the Lord. First Samuel 60. First Samuel 60, 6 to 10. First Samuel 60, 6 to 10. That's a mistake on the side, please. First Samuel 30, 6 to 10. 30, 60 to 10. And David was greatly distressed. Your enemy will not make you to be distressed in the mighty name of Jesus. And David was greatly distressed for the people's pick of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his son and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abitah, the priest, Abimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me either the effort. And Abitah brought Dita the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake? He asked just two questions. Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake? And when he received the answer, and he, and he answered him, Pursue, overtake, and without fail, recover all. You shall recover all in the mighty name of Jesus. He asked for two things. God answered him with three things. It's possible for him to overtake but not recover all. Verse 9. So David went. He and the 600 men that were with him and came to the brook Bissell, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and 400 men for 200 abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Bissell. Brethren, Something strike me there. Even though David looked back and saw 600 men, by the time they crossed those brook, 200 were tired. But David was not looking at number. What was going on in his mind is, pursue, you shall recover all. He's not looking at number. Even though he went a little bit further and maybe another 200 dropped, it will not shake. Because he knows who sent him the message. Brethren, you are not moved by number. Your testimony, your miracle is not by how much you know. Those little words you put on your resume when you are looking for a job, it's not how detailed they are. But when you seek God's face, you will inquire the Lord and God say, go take that job. Brethren, if you don't turn up in the interview, they will call you. Can I hear amen? It's not about what doctor tells about you. But you know, God tell me by his stripes, I'm healed. Amen? David knew what was going on. He went for that. Let's imagine that he didn't inquire of the Lord. He just keep going. When 200 guys stopped, doubt will set in his mind. Right? He will start doubting. Can this 400... Can I do this? When thou sets in, fear will come. 
it will start to shake. But he threw all those one away because he has inquired of the restorer. And he know the restorer has given that instruction. Go! And you will definitely recover all. David was going gallantly because he knew the battle had already been won. Your battle in life will be won in the mighty name of Jesus. Seek God's face. No matter how little that decision is, no matter how little that thing is, commit it in the word of the Lord. I say, Father, what do I do? Don't take it in your hand. Don't take, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well qualified. There's something called over, over qualification in this space. Amen. For those, for those of, your, of us who have submitted a resume, you know what I'm talking about. You think you are qualified, you can be over qualified. But God, the restorer, is one that qualified the unqualified. Seek God's face. Inquire of the Lord. Brethren, when it's time to ask, when it's time to speak, when it's time to inquire from the Lord, God's face, or inquire of God, seek God's face, your enemy will not shut you down in the mighty name of Jesus. The first thing we read there is David was distressed. If he's, David still stay in that state of being distressed, he won't think about anything. He will be thinking about the loss. But he remember his God. God, we have done this before. You can do it again. Give me, let me pray. And he pray and he pray of the Lord. Your enemy will not shut it down in the mighty name of Jesus. When it's time for you to open your mouth and talk to your God, enemy will not shut your mouth in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to pray. Just a little prayer this morning. Say, Father, give me the grace to always seek your face. Shall we rise? Father, give me the grace to always seek your face. In the face of anything that, I, that come my way, in anything I'm going through, Father, give me the grace to always seek your face. Father, give me the grace to seek your face. Give me grace, O oh Lord, to seek your face. Your face only will I seek in the mighty name of Jesus. Even as this year is passing gradually, Lord, I will seek your face. As I cross over to 2020, I will always seek your face. I will not look aside. I will not look, be I will not look behind me. I will not look elsewhere but your face. That's why that passage in the Bible says, I will look up to God. I will lift up my eyes on the hill where my help cometh from. My help comes from the Lord. Give me the grace to always seek your face, O oh Lord. Give me the grace to always seek your face over my family, over my marriage, over my job, over my health. Give me the grace to always seek your face, O oh Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let's sit down, brethren. First, we said seek, seek God's face. The second one is the one that we all know, but most times we don't practice it. Faith. Faith. We always, you hardly can see a Christian, by the time you talk one or two, they mention faith. But in the actual sense, we don't practice it. 
We don't always practice it. We, we talk about it. We don't always practice it. Luke 8, 43 to 48. Luke 8, 43 to 48. It's a story that we all know about the woman of the issue of blood for 12 years. The kind of disease that woman had, if the Bible has to be written in this day, they will call it a chronic disease. For 12 years. Somebody in that state, you know, his health, his strength will not be that strong. But this woman still press on. Let's read it. Luke 8, 43 to 48. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physician, neither could he be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all the night, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude through the, the multitude trunk thee and pressed thee, and said thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody had touched me, for I perceived that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people, for what cause she had touched her, touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee old. Go in peace. Now, there's something I want us to draw from that. Last two weeks, the pastor talked about spectator and spectacle. When you look very well in the Bible, those who follow Jesus Christ anywhere he goes, there are two sets of people. The disciples and the multitude. Those multitudes, some of them, are, they are onlookers. Some of them are there because they know staying with this man, my three square meals is sure. Because Jesus will always provide for them. But the ones that will read their story today, they are the ones that went there with what? With expectation. They have expectation. And they back their expectation with what? With faith. And that's why we are reading about them today. You remember we say, Mugamuya. Some people, they are just going about this. So, ah, what are they doing here? And they will just sit there for three, four hours. They left their house without any expectation. Hmm. They are like tourists. They are spectators, like the pastor called them. Spectators. They are like on, they are onlookers. They, have no, they just see, oh, it's happening. Then, even when you ask, oh, it's, I don't know, I just want to <laughs> just stand there looking. But because that woman had an expectation before she left the house and that expectation was backed with faith she received and there's so many stories of that in the bible we read about them the only ones that the bible recorded are the one that went there with expectation and they received restoration there are millions of them that followed him every time from one place to another you will not be a multitude in the mighty name of jesus Amen. When you back your expectation with faith, victory happens. Everyone gives answer to you. 
Because faith is very, very important. Do you have expectation for the remainder of 2019? Mm. Can I see hand up? Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you expecting expectation in the year 2020? Hands up. If you, are, if you are waiting for expectation in your marriage, in your family, in every area of our life, it's time for you to rise and let us make this prayer. In the, can we rise up? If we have expectation for the remainder of this year, we have about 61 hours to finish this year. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 23, 18, it says, for surely there is an hand and the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Yes. We are going to pray this morning. Say, Father, my expectation for the remaining part of this year, my expectation for 2020 will not be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, my expectation will not be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus. Your expectation concerning your children, your expectation concerning your marriage, your expectation concerning your health, your expectation concerning your well-being will not be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus. What are your expectations? Some people say, oh, next year, I'm going to buy a new house. Next year, I'm going to get married. Next year, I'm going to buy a new car. That expectation will not be cut short in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Commit that thing you want to do in that of God. Father, help me, Lord Jesus. And go to the presence of God. Just as that woman with expectations. Back it up with faith this morning. Your expectation will not be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. That woman we read about for 12 years she's been going about. But that year was her year. That our restoration come. We are going to pray, even though we have not crossed to 2020. We are going to pray. Father, let me be part of your agenda of 2020. Let me be part of your agenda in the coming year in the mighty name of Jesus. That woman suffered 12 years, but that year was a year. Father, my expectation for next year will not be cut up. Lord. Let me be part of your agenda for 2020 in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me be part of your agenda in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me be part of your agenda in the mighty name of Jesus. My I will be part of your agenda in the new year in the mighty name of Jesus. I'll be part of your agenda in the mighty name of Jesus. Make me part of your agenda in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let's sit down, please. The third one is worship. 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 Worship the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. No matter what's happening to you, if you got angry more and more, get sad more and more, it will not change anything. Worship him. Worship the Lord. There's one man in the Bible that I respect so much. 
His name is Job. I was reading the book of Job. I was like, what kind of man is this? In the book of Job, chapter 1, from that verse 13 to 21, you know, when you see a man and you see calamity befalling him, one after the other, when this one comes to him and is telling him what calamity is befalling him, before he steps out, another one is coming again and say another terrible thing. Why that one is still standing, another one come. Hallelujah. Let me read it briefly. Job 1, 13 to 21. And there was a day when his son and his daughter, referring to Job now, were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. And the Sabian fell upon them and took them away. Yeah, they have slain the servant with the edge of the sword. And I only have escaped alone to come and tell you. So the person talking to him is the only one remaining. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is falling from heaven and had born of the sheep and the servant and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Verse 17, while he was yet speaking, there came also an, another and said, The Shardian made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yeah, and slain the servant with the edge of the sword. And I'm the only, I'm only, I, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and their daughter were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the, the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they all and, and they are dead. And I only escaped alone to tell thee. Verse 20. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and worshipped 21 and said naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither the Lord gave and the, and the Lord are taken away blessed be the name of the Lord this man, I can't, I can't imagine what kind of person is it. Somebody else with rent is, he will start shouting. He will, somebody else will collapse. The Bible says he went on the ground and started worshiping him. What does it tell me and you? The God in the good time is what? Also the God in the bad time. You don't say because things start happening. He has no control over all these things. Why people around will say, what kind of man is this? Job is looking at the awesomeness of God. Nobody can question it. Unquestionable God. is the, the unmoved mover. is the unchangeable changer. You can't change him. You can't move him. If he chooses to bless you, he, bless, he blesses you. 
And Job worshipped. He was even saying, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on. What this man went to, 0.011% of it, none, none of us here have even gone through it. And yet we say, Praise the Lord. Some people find it difficult to even open their mouth. Hallelujah. This man went through, he lost everything. Because he believed in the Lord. Because he had the art of worship. And if you look at the later part of that job, what happened to him? God restored everything back to him. He restored everything back to him. At the later days of Job, he had ten children, seven sons, and three daughters. And the Bible recorded that the kind of daughter God gave him, they are very fair, wonderfully and fearful. Nobody, no, no lady in that area can stand in terms of beauty, in terms of virtue, compared to the daughter that God gave to Job. He recovered everything. So, Baron, there's, some, there's, a, there's a popular saying that uh, one of my brothers used to say, you cannot be bitter and be better. You can't be bitter and be better. Even though Job feels so bad, but he still worshiped the Lord. And one thing I found out that, yeah, why is worshiping the Lord and blessing the name of the Lord? Even though it, ran, it, it shaved his head and all, all that, when you worship God, you are not, we are not, you are not, you are not sad. So I can say, in, it's not, it's not happy, but it's not rejoicing as well. It's not happy, but it's not rejoicing as well. It's just keen to the worship of God, worship Him. You just feel that what He can do, because He knows He's an awesome God. He cannot do anything about it. And that's why Psalm thirty-four, verse one said. I will bless the Lord all the time. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. As we cross over to the, to the new year, 2020, brethren, let his praise, let his worship continually be in your mouth. You may be driving to work, just begin to, just begin to worship him, just begin to thank him. Bless the name of the Lord. If you don't know what you can thank God for, thank God for what you are expecting. I know somebody who, who was planning a business, he has not started a business, yeah, but started paying tight on it. And God made that business to flourish. Key into worship. Key into worship. Worship can move God. It will move when, when you pray and... Things are not happening. Begin to praise. Begin to worship the name of Almighty Father. You will move God. You'll be surprised what God will do in your life. Amen. We are talking here about the restorer. The one that God Almighty has sent to come and restore us. The fourth one. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. For little things. Give thanks. 
I, I, do have a, I do have a client back in Nigeria in those days. He's an able man. If you, if you pay, the architect pay me and pay other people, I will still go back to him. Thank you for yesterday. Ah, he said, Kai, your day, this is your Yoruba people. I gave all people, but only you came back to, ah. It was just, because it's, my, it's, it's the way we are brought up. Eshea, no? Even this last week, Eshe Jetta. That's, that's, that's the way we, and this thing keep moving him. If you give other people maybe 20,000, he will be giving me 50. Because it was, I will still come back, even though it's my sweat, I've worked for it. But I still come and tell him thank you. If that can happen to, to, to we human beings, how much more of God? Where we read this morning, in the book of Luke 17, 11 to 19, And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten that were healed? Brethren, if that is not important, Jesus wouldn't have mentioned that. If it doesn't, if it doesn't make any sense, he wouldn't have mentioned that. Are there not ten that were healed? But only one came back. Don't look at it because, oh, I'm looking forward to work in the most, the highest paid company in, in Canada. But right now, I'm still working in Superstore. Or I'm still working in Home Depot. Thank God for that. Thank God for that so that he can do a big thing. And you know what happened here? He told the guy here, he said, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made you whole. The other people, they just went there, they see that they are clean. But this guy was cured. Even though those people were clean, this guy was made whole. He was cured completely. And you know what? It's it's, it's wanting to say thank you, Lord, for what you have done for me. But you know the most important thing here is to return what all the glory back to God. That is what Jesus is looking for here. What, what, what are they going to give him? Nothing. He's not a broke man. He's not looking for their money. But he wants to them to give the glory back to the Almighty Father. And that's why Jesus mentioned it. Why there not ten that were healed? Where are we there this morning? Something 3, verse 3. He said, He restored my soul. He giveth me, He guided me in the path of righteousness. For His name's sake. He's a jealous God. Some people they receive, and that is all. They receive what they think is, the, is by their power. Oh, ah, uh, you see, because I put my MBA on my resume, that's why I got that job. You forgot that the God told you that he knew you in your mother's womb before you were formed. He saw your paycheck, your payslip in that company, even before you get to Canada. But because you got the job, so ah, <laughs> it's because I did that MBA. No. It's not by your strength. 
is by God. So give thanks to him. I know a story of a brother. Why we are in Qatar? Pastor Talks, we know him. Brother Tokode. The day this man shared his testimony when he was first in Qatar, I was like, what? He didn't know why he was there. He just he came and the only job he got is to be selling encyclopedia. Who is reading encyclopedia in the Arab world? And they, they, didn't give him, they didn't give him car. So there's no corner, there's no shortcuts in Qatar. He doesn't know. He walked by his leg. And how he got his money is how much commission they gave him on the encyclopedia. Give thanks. Give thanks to God Almighty. As we give thanks, God will keep elevating you. You keep moving, God. You keep saying, Lord, I thank you. If not for your, if not for your sake, if not for mercy, I won't be here. The most important thing here is sometimes we receive from God without knowing it. Because as human beings, it's only what we see that we'll be thanking for, thank, thank God for. What about the unknown things? It's what happened to you that you know. What would have happened, you don't know. So you thank God for the known and thank God for what? The unknown. It is only the things that we see that we acknowledge. Those that we don't see, we believe, sometimes we believe, oh, it's by default. No. Driving here this morning, you got here safely, you think, oh, yeah, because I service my car very well and, you know, I had uh, advanced driving something. No. We need to thank God for those accidents that are supposed to happen that didn't happen. Praise the Lord. Brethren, we receive more unknown that unknown things than known things. Even while we sleep. There are so many things that God stopped from happening to us when we sleep. But we wake up, oh, <laughs> hallelujah. I, uh, yesterday I, I took Advil. I was, I was okay. The same Advil you took, some people took the Advil and they have heart attack. Praise the Lord. Give thanks. Give thanks. As Christians, any opportunity that we have to be in the presence of God, make sure you always wear your garments of praise. Make sure you are always in the presence of God with a grateful heart. Make sure you always have this attitude of gratitude at all times. We are in the, in the, we are in the festive mood now. Don't say, ah, by January, I was thinking by now I will have at least $1,000 in my pocket. But here is Christmas, I only have $200. Don't look at that. Put on your garment of praise. Come with a grateful heart to the presence of God. Come with attitude of gratitude. Don't wait for physical manifestation of what you are praying for a miracle before you start thanking him. That's why in the book of 1 Thessalonians 5.18 he said, in everything 
give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Give thanks in everything. For the good times, give thanks. For the bad times, give thanks. Over your children, give thanks. The exam that your children are about to, about to do, give thanks. Your child is going to university, give thanks. Thank him for the day. Thank him for every, every second of your life. When you have the opportunity, thank him. If you know the Lord has done marvelous things for you this year, 2019, we are going to pray this prayer. We are going to pray this prayer. Shall we rise up, please? If you know God has done spectacular things for you this 2019, like that guy that came back, you know what? If you look at the population of the world today, I don't have an idea. Maybe somebody can help us. Population of the world. But as we cross over, how many, what is the quantity of people that come to God and say thank you? You and I have come to the Father and say, Father, we thank you for January. We thank you for February. We thank you for March. We thank you for April. We come here every Sunday. We worship him. That is what God wants for us. Give thanks as one of your anchoring of, for restoration. We're going to pray this morning. Say, Father, I thank you for how far you have led me this year, 2019. Help me to finish strong and finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to finish strong and help me to finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. You are the restoration. You are the sorrow. Father, every work of restoration, every work of restoration that you have done in my life in this year, let it be permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. The work of restoration you have done over my health, the work of restoration you have done over my children, the work of restoration you have done over my, over my household, let it be permanent in this mighty name of Jesus. Let it be permanent in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Put yourself in the position of that only man that came back and begin to thank him. Begin to thank him that whatever he has done in your life, let it be permanent. All the blessings that be permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. Choir, please. Choir, please. Choir, please. I surrender all to you. Everything I give. Everything I give. Surrender all 
this morning begin to remember all we have said this morning if anyway you have been struggling in your life you have been struggling in the aspect of worship you have been struggling in the aspect of faith you have been we have, you have been struggling in the aspect of giving thanks brethren release yourself this morning and say father i surrender all to you i surrender all to you this morning I surrender all to you this morning. I withhold nothing. I cannot do it by my strength, O oh Lord. I cannot do it by your strength, O oh Lord. You are the restorer, O oh Lord. You are the restorer, O oh Lord. Like that man that came, that that like that only man that came, begin to give him thanks. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Almighty Father. I surrender. Give us four anchors for restoration. Who can remind me before? No, let's start for number one. See God's face. Faith, walk in faith. Worship and what? Praise the Lord. 
Thank you.